That one's making it into the front of the episode. No, it's not. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. Thank you for listening. This is Namely 90s. I'm Andrew. Over there is Brandon. That's um, me, an asshole. Uh, what? What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't leave me the space to say it again. <laughs> I guess not. Um, this is Namely 90s, as, as I said, and you can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter at Namely90s with a 90s. That's and me. I can't believe it. It is... Episode 31, our final episode of 2020. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Oh. No, it is right. Is it, though? Because we have 12 episodes coming up. I know. Okay. It's our last regularly scheduled episode. Before we move into our holiday special, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Our tentatively titled, because we don't know what we're actually going to call it, 12 Days of Christmas Specials, uh, Holiday of Garbage. I don't know. What what should we call it? I, um, um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll have more info. Maybe I'll even dub over it like right now. Isn't that interesting what it's called, Andrew? <laughs> I know. What a great name. And uh, tell me more about the dates this runs through. Well, good thing that that was just a blank space that no one heard a name for. Um, so starting next week, next Monday, the 21st of December, we are going to be doing starting a 12 day episode of or a 12 day run of episodes specials. Um, so every day, daily, daily episodes, daily. Uh, daily uh coming out at midnight pacific standard time um yeah so on the 21st we'll get the first day of our christmas specials and right now it's looking like we're going to be watching xena warrior princess uh there i believe it's called a solstice carol and (laughs) um we're going to be commenting on that we're going to be bringing in hopefully a guest um, yes. to talk about it. And um, yeah, it's, so it's just going to be, it's going to be some extra content for all of you for sticking with it's, it's our Christmas gift to you. We're, yeah. we're giving you some extra content to listen to during the holiday season because you may be home uh, visiting people, even though it's not advising as we're in the fourth wave yeah. of the pandemic right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. And um, <laughs> which, I mean, technically, it's the second one across the seas. So, yay us. Um, yeah, we we just wanted to give back to those who have been listening to us um, 
Well, yeah, because there's always that no man's land of podcasts in that three weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing. I I need to go on vacation. I need to do holiday stuff. I need to do holiday shopping. We're going to do that. Plus, we're going to record 12 extra episodes that you can listen to. Um, Yeah. While you're driving to the store. While you're driving to the store. That's what I do. So this is based off of another podcast that I used to listen to that uh, is now gone called The Half Hour Happy Hour. They did something called Drunksmiths, where they recorded 12 episodes in one batch and had guests on um, and just gave us some extra content to 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 listen to while, you know, going to the store, doing daily tasks, existing with family. Um, And I really appreciated it. So I hope that. someone out there appreciates this as well and, and we'll then be we'll be back right with our regularly scheduled programming on is it uh january 4th january 4th that was 21. your decision um yeah so yes. our the specials will run daily from the 21st to the 1st of january and um yeah we will be right back at it on the 4th although it's been recorded prior to um us recording the specials i yes. think just just based off of our schedules right now schedule but yeah um our first real i I mean we'll talk about it on on the special the last episode of the special when when our real next year episodes will be airing yes um but yeah we'll be there and um enjoy it yes yes, i'm gonna have another long plug about it at the end of this episode very good yeah but for right now um let's travel back to december 1994 shall we let's do it all right on december 1st richard gear and cindy crawford separate wow i thought it was gonna be get married that's together. wow really uh uh, like yeah that was around the time pretty woman came out i think okay yeah uh december 1st the game show network and home and garden tv debut hgtv man Good episode, good uh, good network. I figured you'd enjoy that. On the ninth, Namco releases its first Tekken game to arcades. On the tenth, Wario's Woods, the last Nintendo Entertainment System game to be released to be released in North America before officially discontinuing the NES. Uh, wow. I just stumbled through that entire sentence because I didn't yeah, write it down well in my okay. notes. Okay. Wario's Woods, the last NES game to be released in North America before officially discontinuing the NES, uh, is released. That works. Wow. Yeah. Good work. Uh, uh, thank you. I, I prepped well. On the 17th, Heather Locklear marries Bon Jovi. And, uh, God, this is really, really boring um, background for this month and year Uh, December 19th Rolls Royce announced its future cars will have V12s and will be produced by BMW very economical Mm -hmm. wow I didn't realize they had V12s all the way back then yeah that's crazy in a car uh, yeah things cars sucked back then kind of right like a lot of them did anyway but I mean I guess you're talking about a Rolls Royce so it's a little bit different still I mean like uh, I can't think of more than like a handful of supercars that had V12s can't I don't you? know enough about cars of that era to really say well I mean just I'm thinking like 2000s cars because <laughs> yeah I think some Ferraris do v- V12s were in commonplace until yeah Seems like a lot more parts and complicatedness. Compli- mm. 
complexity, complicated com- complexity. There it is. Well, mm-hmm. that's choke on that one again. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> All right. In the box office uh, on the 16th, Dumb and Dumber comes out. On the 21st, Richie Rich starring Macaulay Culkin. On the 23rd, Little Women. Uh, the Winona Riders, Susan Sarandon, Claire Danes, Kirsten Dunst, Christian Bale, Eric Stoltz version. Eric Stoltz being the guy that uh, was cast as Marty McFly in Back to the Future and then immediately um, fired. Wow. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. He narrowly missed getting uh, Parkinson's. Uh, uh, oh, so yeah, yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, really, wow. that guy that would have been terrible. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine his, his jokes or Zorro? Um, oh, there's pictures of him as Marty McFly. That's oh yeah, they did the they did the whole um, like they shot with him. They did the um, the the. Wow, 50s scene, diner scene where uh, he meets his dad and they're like, this isn't working. We need to cast someone else. And wow. Cast the correct choice in yeah, Michael J. Fox, uh, who I love and respect, by the way. So the Parkinson's joke was just a really in, bad attempt at humor on the 23rd. Yep. Very bad taste on uh, the 23rd Street Fighter comes out. This is the one starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, Ming-Na Wen and Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Ming-Na Wen, who was in Mulan. ER. What? You don't know that? No, I honestly have a She glare. was in ER. Everyone Dr. was in Chen. ER. Wow. Um, I think it was Dr. Chen. Yes, she was also she was Mulan, like the original Mulan, um, right. and she was in Agents of Shield as uh, Agent May, and she's she, in the Mandalorian. Yeah, ER. She was Jingmei Chen or Deborah Chen hmm. from seasons. Uh, she was like season nine. one. Oh wow! And she reprised her role later uh, hmm. in the series. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be so early. I mean, yeah, I she guess, played alongside John Carter as a uh, another like med student. I guess those early actors were like were a lot of movie actors. Now that I think about it, yeah, like yeah. Clooney, Goose. Oh yeah, apparently oh, yeah. not. Um, and then in the Billboard charts, uh, number one for the first two weeks in 1994 was "On Bended Knee" by Boys to Men. Uh, followed by Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Eni Kamosi. Yeah, so this is the, the, you would recognize the song. This is the song that goes, na, 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 Yeah. And then the boys to men take it back for the last week. And then also on the charts for the third week in December, number six is I'll make love to you by boys to men. Number eight is all I want to do by Cheryl Crow. Number 11 is I'm the only one by Melissa Etheridge. Number 13 is turn the beat around by Gloria Estefan. Uh, Number 14 Tootsie roll by the 69 boys. Don't don't picture that in your head number okay, 18 is i'll stand by you by the pretenders and finally number 24 what's the frequency kenneth by rem hmm. usually i know more stuff as the years get more recent but uh wow yeah this was a this was a real okay, barren, a rough one yeah um I, which is why i have some christmas gifts for this year Yes, very good. Uh, yeah, so um, 
number one would be Power Rangers action figures, biker mice from Mars action figures, Cabbage Patch Kids, and Silly Putty and Deer Diary. Is it yeah. a diary about deer? I know it's spelled D E A R. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, obviously, you know what I want to talk about. Little women. Yep. No. Uh, so uh, my uncle in California got me the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord for Christmas that year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, or I think it was the year before because Power Rangers started in 93. Um, but it said that 94 was the year that they were the hot items. So I saved it for this episode. Um, yeah, I, there's, there's photos of me getting it, uh, for Christmas. We flew out there. Um, so we would have, um, we'd have Christmas with my dad's side of the family in Washington on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas day, we'd fly to uh, California, um, right. And spend like a week or two, uh, with that's probably, cool. Yeah, with my mom's side of the family, and he got me uh, the Power Rangers Megazord, which I mean that was hard to get back then uh, for Christmas that year, and uh, I was elated. Um, it's if you don't remember, the Megazord is the the giant robot that they fight in, which all the the five um, dinosaur vehicles that they have transform into. Right. Um, yeah, uh, it was, it was awesome. I, I remember that I still have, I, there's photos of me playing with it, um, in our family photo album. And, uh, yeah, I love that. And I just wanted to just like go down the list of, uh, Megazords toys that I owned because apparently I was a child much later into life than you were. Um, <laughs> so I, while, while I was, doing some research for this episode, I was trying to remember which ones I had. And so I had the original okay. Mind Morph from Power Rangers Megazord. Uh, I wanted, but I never owned the Dragon Zord, which is the Green Rangers um, vehicle. I had, okay. the, I had the Thunder Megazord. I had the Tiger Zord. That was from the second season when they got new new power-ups and vehicles. New Zords? Um, yes. I I had I know I had the Falcon Zord. I'm iffy on if I had the Ninja Megazord. That was the one that came out when uh, around the same time as the movie um, Megazord because the movie I think was canon to the series or no, it was a parallel universe. I don't remember, <laughs> um, but they had the same Megazord um, for season three as they did in the movie. They just had the Japanese guy in a suit do the, the TV show though. Whereas the, in the movie, it's very, very bad CGI. That's the Ninja Megazord. And then I still continued to enjoy Power Rangers when they, uh, they lost the MMPR and became Power Rangers Zeo. So I had the, mm. I had the Zeo Megazord. Um, there is a Megazord called Pyramidus, which is, that sounds like an infection. <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> what it is, it was the gold Rangers. Um, it was the gold Rangers vehicle and it was just a pyramid that also transformed into a, uh, giant fighting robot except if you can if you if you, you should google pyramidus and try to describe to me what you see how do you spell that uh pyramid except uh instead of a d it's t-u-s pyramidus wait 
like P-Y-R-A-M-I-T-U-S? Yes. And I mean, if you don't get it, type in Zio after it. Z-E-O? Yeah. Oh, Pyramidus. Got it. It's yeah. D-A-S. Is it D-A-S? Oh, yeah. That makes more sense. So this is a, uh, what is it? Was a sword? No, it's a, it's a. Oh, it's a, it's a pyramid. That it's turns a into ch- like a. Yeah. Into a fighting robot, except it's just like, it's a pyramid where a head pops out and a leg pops out. And I, yeah, it's wow. Pretty sad. I, I was never a Power Rangers fan, as you know. I do know that, which is why I'm making you was, suffer through this. It was just like, it was like they went out of their way to make it look extra cheesy. I mean, you, you, you know that they took it from a Japanese TV series. And well, that makes sense then. Yeah. That makes the, sense why it was shot in that style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in Japan, it's, it's not taken seriously. It's more like a kid's like joke of a show, I guess. It just feels dorky. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, it absolutely does. But when you're, when I was a kid, I was like, this is awesome. All this martial arts. It's, it's, it's so, it's so cool and deep. But weren't you uh, saying you like, you quietly pretended not to like it or oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So the next one was turbo. Uh, I had the turbo Megazord for sure. Um, and I never got to see turbo, a power Rangers movie, uh, even to this day. And I've seen almost every episode of power Rangers at least once, if not t- twice. Um, but I did have the blue centurion robo racer, which was weird. Oh yeah. I had uh, that. So, um, yeah, I would, I would pretend not to like it. Um, but because I was getting too old for it. Um, but I would at four 30, I'd pretend I would have to go inside and, um, <laughs> do, do something for dinner or something, but I would just go upstairs and watch, uh, power Rangers turbo, I which was on, it. on the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't miss it. That's and then funny. once I learned how to use the VCR, then I, then I then would watch it later. Yeah. Nice. And then I even watched it through in space, which is where the, like the whole, um, I talked about this already, but the whole, uh, power Rangers first continuing story ended because they killed the original leaders Ordon um, to save and it the turned into power Rangers, the college years. Oh no, it didn't do that. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, uh, sadly, it didn't. Uh, uh, every time they reboot, it's teenagers with attitudes still. That's um, about right. Yeah. But speaking of bad action that you've never seen, <laughs> I thought we should talk about Street Fighter, like at least real quick. Um, was that that was a movie or it was a video game? Yes, but they made it into a movie because uh, it was so popular. Yeah. Uh, so it, I, in my notes, I have the words much cheese, super camp, bad as Mario brothers movie. Uh, oh, 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 sorry. I need to send you this clip. <laughs> Are you able to play stuff while you're, um, yeah, sure. Okay. I think so. Uh, I'm going to send you this clip and then I'm going to talk a little bit while you watch that. So We're about to find out, uh, there, the, I just thought, Jean-Claude Van Damme was the star of this movie and he's playing uh, Guile, uh, who is supposed to be like the most white bred American and it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, look at that guy's eyes. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that's the the actor. Uh, The clip that he's watching right now is the final fight scene between uh, Just take the hostages out. Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, Raul Julia. Um, 
which is uh, bison versus uh, um, guile. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, and then, so Jean-Claude Van Damme has that super noticeable Belgian accent, but he's supposed to be like the most white bread American ever. And then Kylie Minogue is Cammy, uh, who is British in the game, but, uh, she seemed to be American in the movie and she used her native Australian accent the entire this time. Is, this is bad. It, right. <laughs> But okay, and then Raul Julia, um, he's a famous Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican actor. He's the guy that's playing um, uh, M. Bison right there. Is it Bison? I think it's Bison. Um, and, and it's his last performance of his life. And he gives like such a he gives such a preferred a superb performance with like like real like. He, he just he acts the hell out of the role even though it's a terrible and corny movie as it was like but he's he's like he knocks it out of the park for some reason this is terrible yeah it's really bad um and at the end they well he dies and they all escape and it's yeah it's it's pretty bad no he's hitting his head on the thing that's make is ringing like a bell <laughs> Uh, Ming-Na Wen is in it as Chun-Li. Chun-Li is probably the, the most um, recognizable Street Fighter And then character. she was in ER like the next uh, season, maybe? Or right uh, away, I don't remember. Right, it would be right uh, concurrent. Right around remember. the same time. Yeah, 94. Um, yeah. Uh, Caleb, it's just... it's um, Ryu and Ken are in there, and they just look... I can't believe that this was something that people watched. Yeah. Um, well, it, it got critically panned and good. <laughs> there's like, I don't even think there's like fans of this movie, but it's, uh, it exists and therefore we must talk about it. It's critically I just, terrible. I just don't understand. Like Jean-Claude Van Damme was a huge action hero at the time, but I don't understand casting him as, as again, the most white bread, like, he has blonde hair in the in the um, game. Like he has like a almost like a mohawk of white hair or blonde hair, and it's just like Jean Claude Van Damme. Really, really? Wow. Yeah, I never want to see that again. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have to because I thought we should also talk about Little Women by taking a which Little Women sister are you quiz. Now, I have to be honest, I don't know much about Little Women, the Neither show, I. movie. Uh, the book? Book? Movie? Show? It's a Probably. book. Well, so it's originally a book by, um, I want to say Jane Austen. Mm. Let's find out. Little Women. Keep safe search on. Oh, God. Um, written by oh, Louisa this. May Alcott. Yes, if you know, you would know the answer to that. Alex Trebek. He would. Just saying. <laughs> um, I know there's characters named uh, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a quiz. Let's do a yeah. quiz. Let's do a quiz. We haven't done a quiz in a while. Yeah, true. Uh, so this is BuzzFeed. Which little woman sister best represents your soul? Um, and it's from a community contributor, not the regular um, authors. 
but it has 210 points and we'll have a link to this in the episode description possibly and for sure for sure on the youtube and or blog post on our website okay question one how do you spend your free time creating practicing socializing or helping it's definitely not socializing for me. Uh, I I don't really create. I don't really pra- practice what. Um, uh, oh boy, watching TV is not an option. Dang it. Um, <laughs> well, I create this podcast in my free time, so I'm going to go with creating. I think I have to go with the same one because I have nothing else uh, in my life. I mean, uh, other than my family. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing those things with my family. Am I helping so- a little? Are you socializing with your family? Yes, but I don't consider that social interaction. Okay. So to me, that's like your outside circle of whatever. whatever. Okay. How much do you like attention? Uh, I, I hate it. If it has to do with my accomplishments, then I'll gladly accept it. Yes. All right. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> Do you hold grudges? I might do something to get back at you. Yes, forever. Forgive and forget is my motto. No one has ever done something to me for which I need to hold a grudge. Uh, I might do something to get back at you. Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, Although we've had similar responses already. So I mean, how far would you travel? Normally I would forgive and forget. So I'll pick that. How far would you travel? Lesser place in the state. I'd rather not travel far internationally or nationally. I like international travel, just not right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going national. Which one? Or sorry, choose one word to describe yourself. Reliable, kind, hardworking, honest. Mm, hardworking. I'll go with I'm sometimes those other things, but mostly hardworking. I'll go with kind. Just not yeah, to you. you would. Yeah. <laughs> Just not to you. Uh, which artistic ability would you most like to have? Write, music, act, paint. Those are music. the actual words. Music. Um, I'm somewhat musical-ish. So I, I have would, no inclination toward music. I can't even imagine being good at music. So I'm a tr- I, would, I would like to try that. I'd like to be able to paint because I can't draw at all. What type of partner would you most would you be most attracted to? Caring and patient, intelligent and helpful, kind and dependable, funny and charismatic. Choose wisely, Andrew. Which one best describes your wife? Mm. Well, certainly she's she's caring and patient, intelligent, helpful, kind, dependable, funny, and charismatic. Ooh. But tough choice. Which one are you most attracted to? All again, qualities that she has. Um, mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, oh boy Mm. Uh, uh, caring and patient caring and patient he says Um, I'm going to pick uh, for me it's either funny and charismatic or intelligent and helpful well intelligent and helpful so now what is your style I don't have a style girly and feminine don't ask my wife which one I should choose. Classic and put together or minimalistic and simple. I'm going Gangnam style. No, that's not an option. Um, I don't have a style. Mm, that's not what I heard. I do have 
clothes from Stitch Fix. Yeah, on. yeah, quite quite sharp. Right quite sharp. What did you choose? Uh, I am minimalistic and simple since I generally just wear like a single colored shirt and jeans. You're basic. Minimalistic. Speaking of which, how do you take criticism? <laughs> uh, the options are I take it well. I take it well on the outside, but not on the inside. I'll hear you out, but I won't apply it or do not critique me. Uh, I, I'll hear you out, but I won't apply it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds right. Uh, and or I will take it well on the outside, other. but not on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which one did you pick? Um, which one did I pick? Um, the I'll hear you out, but I won't apply it. Then I will take uh, it well on the outside, but not on the inside. What uh, would you rather have? Accomplishments, money, status or praise? Money. Money. <laughs> Wow, that's a uh, very shallow of this. <laughs> All right, you go first. Who'd you get? Uh, I got Beth. Just like Beth, you are kind and gentle soul. You are a kind and gentle soul. You are always there to comfort others, and people know they can go to you for anything. You are wise beyond your years and will spend all your time learning new skills. Everyone is attracted to your sweet demeanor. I'll take it. I think this one actually describes me well. I got Joe. Are you saying Beth doesn't describe me well? It does. I'm just saying this one describes me well. Also, you got Um, just like Joe, you are a go getter. You're ambitious and tough. You have goals and dreams to accomplish, and no one can get in your way of that, except maybe your loved ones, as they always come first. You may have your head in the clouds, but you have your feet on the ground. Your morals and beliefs will never be compromised. Yeah, you're definitely Joe. Yeah. And I'm definitely Beth. And that's been namely 90s. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with Joe and Beth. With Joe and Beth. But that <laughs> is it for this week's edition of Namely 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday, and you can find us on Twitter at Namely 90s with a 90s, or find our personal accounts at B. Schwitty and at Namely Andrew, and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. Uh, you, you can, <clears throat> excuse me. You can also contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, St. Nick, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. And remember, starting next Monday, December 21st, we will be doing our 12 Days of Christmas specials, uh, one episode per day, guests of different podcasts on, and random a guest, I assume, <laughs> yeah. of just things to talk about, episodes of 90s holiday television, and just to keep you entertained throughout the holiday, please tune in. Please tell your friends if you're if you're looking for the perfect time to be like, hey, you guys should check out this podcast because they tell me to tell people to check out this podcast every five <laughs> yeah. episodes. Um, this would be the one to do it because we're going to just it's not going to be a standard episode, but it is going to be fun, I hope. And um, yeah, so uh please uh, do that. And remember, if you're on the Apple podcast app, just swipe up a little bit, tap the five stars. You don't have to write a review unless you do want to, yes. and we'll read it on the air probably because Very good. it'll be novel to us. So indeed. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I think we Happy already holidays. miss. I think we've missed most of Hanukkah at this point, but we will catch you. On our next holiday year. special. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.